Welcome to Anything and Everything. I'm Stefan Arhente, and every week I like to sit down with a guest for an hour or so to talk about anything and everything under the sun. Our guest for this episode is one of my most gorgeous friends, Miss Angela Zipagan. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. My guest for tonight is one of my friends who she's another member of T Gang and she's always either asleep or late to everything ladies and gentlemen please welcome miss angela zipagan say hello to everybody angela hi everyone it's good to finally be alive (laughs) i know you've been mia for (laughs) so long yes i have so tell me how are you doing how are you doing now i'm good man Um, i've just been busy with life here Mm -hmm. Um, i see yeah, because um, people might not know. I yeah. left the Philippines ever since the pandemic situation began. So I've been here in another country with my family. Um, yeah. So I'm in Papua and it's a whole different situation here. Um, I'm just, I'm still honestly adjusting to living with three other people, especially my parents. Yeah. Um, my life in Philippines is so different. I can just leave whenever I want to. And here's just totally different. You can't go anywhere. Like if you're a foreigner and you go out, it's just nobody does that. No foreigner does that. Because um, if you do that, you might get killed. Or Why? Oh my God, that's so heavy. What the fuck? Taken. Yeah, this is um, like, if you think Philippines is a third world country, then this is probably like a fifth world country. <laughs> that's how. Jesus. Dude, earlier... Somebody just got killed like a few kilometers away from me. Someone just got killed a few kilometers away from you? Yeah, that's the situation here. That's pretty normal. Um, That's pretty normal? Yeah, like, you know how you want to know how he got killed? Okay, sure. If this is too graphic, tell me. But like, (laughs) I feel like I'm fine. So go ahead. Basically, basically, kinatay siya. Promise. Basically, that's normal, and that's normal here. Kinatay so, and that's normal. Yeah, that's the that's the whole situation here. I mean, this place is really beautiful, but you know, that's I think all countries have a bad side, and that's, that's the bad side. That's true, I guess. That's true, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah. while we're on the subject, um, you actually grew up in Papua, right? Yes. Born and raised, sir. Born and raised, so. How was it like growing up there? Like, what was it like? What was the experience like? Um, it was a really, it was very different, obviously. Um, but the Filipino community here is like, like there's a lot of Filipinos here. Yeah. I mean, maybe like apart from the locals, the second biggest um, population. Population of Filipinos. Sorry, you, I didn't quite yeah. catch that. What was um, the last part? Second population of what? Of the kids there were Filipino. Most. Of oh, them I see. Filipino. Okay. Yeah. So, growing up, um, I had a lot of other family, extended family on my dad's side here. So I grew up with my cousins. I had a really good childhood. Um, there was one point that I was neighbors with my cousins, and we always that must have had been fun. Yeah, you know those typical Filipino gatherings, pag may birthday, may spaghetti, all the kids, uh, 
Tapos meron yung hotdog sa steak na nakatusok sa lechugas, gano'n. Tapos may oh, marshmallows. Tapos pag, pag uwi na, ayaw mo pang umuwi, di ba? Oo, oo. But then, time, as time passed, um, people started leaving. Some of them, some of my cousins uh, moved to Australia, of course, yeah. And that's just, you know, um, as life goes Yeah, on, that's true. Like, change and stuff like that. Fast forward and then, you know, I'm just... I, go, I get into high school and then, um, yeah, it was a really good experience. But the only thing that I would say growing up that I am not so happy about is that, you know, you're not, as a Filipino kid in this community over here in a different country, you're not able to have freedom. Um yeah. Ipag-aalis kami, kunwari, ng mga friends ko. Kailangan mo na magpaalam, ganyan. And that's pretty normal, right? Yeah, I think but that's if, also normal here, yeah. Yeah, but if you don't, there's no way of getting around, you know. We don't have Filipino kids here, you can't commute. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. Your parents having to take you there. So oh, I see. whole situation growing up, and my parents have always been overprotective and strict and all that so yeah as soon as i got a taste of how life is in the philippines parang was like whoa this is what my life could have been this is this is life changing all that kind of stuff yeah mm-hmm. but yeah because yeah, i've always been really independent uh-huh but I didn't yeah i could be so independent na parang umaabot sa point na kahit wala akong like I'm really fine with it. I'd rather be alone sometimes than yeah. not be with. Me. I see. It's just because really grown up in like every move that I make is like it has to be going through my parents mm-hmm. and stuff like. That. So, so, so yeah. Continue. So yun. Um. Oh yeah, I grew up as an only child for like eleven years. Um. I was pretty fun with it. And then, you know, my sister comes along. She was a surprise to the family. Um, oh, yeah, cute surprise! Cute surprise, yeah, though. I surprised. Yeah, I was eleven when we when my mom ha- and dad had her, mm-hmm. and yeah, that was like you know it it was pretty good. Um, I never thought that a sibling would you know actually make me happier. And sometimes now, whenever she talks, it's just like, girl, you don't know what I had to go through. Like she's so privileged, you know. Because before, yeah. when I was, um, we weren't as comfortable as we are now. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I do see the difference of me growing up and her growing up. And it's just, yeah, sometimes I feel like I could have grown up. In a different way, in a better way. Yeah, in a, in a better way. I feel like my parents raised me different than they raised her. Than they so, are raising her. Would you say that it's kind of like unfair on your part? Because parang they were like, because I find I find the like the firstborn would always be kind of like the emotional punching bag of the family. Like all of the yeah, expectations are on the eldest. All of the all of the aspirations are on the eldest. All the achievements are expected of the of the eldest, and everything just kind of yeah. like comes from the eldest you know would you say na that was your life and that's still happening like now like just the other day my parents were talking to me na parang uh, pagka graduate mo ikaw na bahala 
I'm oh my like, god they have that mentality that's just one small fraction of their whole toxic filipino mindset yeah um blame them for having it i guess nung lumaki sila ganun talaga like you know, once once the eldest or whatever yeah or the kids are capable then they help out with their parents and stuff like that but mm-hmm. for me my perspective is kasi kunwari sabihin nila ikaw na magpapara sa sister mo me it's like ikunwan anak yan eh <laughs> Kind of, kind of true though. Kind of true, because honestly, I feel like I feel like that's one of the toxic things when it comes to fam, fa, uh, Filipino households. That they make their they make their children um, kind of um, their bear the burden. Yeah, parang parang insurance, ganon. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that, and I think that people that especially Filipino households. They really have that kind of mentality that the eldest should become the breadwinner of the family at some point. You know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you gotta pay the bills. You gotta do, like, all the housework and all that kind of stuff. You basically, they want you to be an adult so young in life to the point that, like, they want you to raise their own children even though it's not your responsibility. You know? Yeah. Uh, but for me, what sucks is that, you know... I basically owe them my life din naman. So parang, I don't know what's right. Like, I don't, I feel like they're not right, but then I, they raised me and like, they sent me to good school and all that. So it's just like, you know what? I'm gonna just give them, you know, what I can. Yeah. Um, I probably, I don't want to, I, for so long ago, I've already given up trying to please my f- family it's not about yeah. pleasing more it's more about say what they want for me is different eh. so yeah. uh-huh. if i'm just gonna keep trying to please them then that's true so what i can do now is just you know do my best and whatever i have then that's what i'll give them <laughs> that's that's very heavy though that's like such a heavy burden on your part I would assume. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, what I see, um, like, and I see a lot of other people my age, um, that have families that say, "Oh, sige, gawin pa kung anong gusto mo." Like in life, what's your calling? Do that. Uh-oh. They give their full support and like they can talk to their family about what they feel and all that. I just really can't do that. I don't have that type of relationship with my parents. Mm-hmm. And Something I gotta live with, you know? Like, I can't force what's not gonna happen, diba? That's true, so, yeah. So, we've mentioned earlier that you were born and raised, that you've mentioned earlier that you were born and raised in Australia. I own Australia. In Papua New Guinea. <laughs> Wish ko lang. <laughs> Australia okay. na yun, no? Papua New Guinea. And what do you, what do you think are some of the things that are so different growing up in Papua versus how Filipino kids are raised in the Philippines? Um, I feel that Filipino kids are more... Hmm, have more freedom. Yun lang naman talaga yun eh. um, they have more freedom in... Uh, school here is like uh, doing lunch break or stuff like that. We just stay in school. We don't have any of the... You can buy fishball. Salabas ng school. May nag-aantay. Oh. 
Ganun, walang ganun. For me, we don't have that also because like you're not allowed to go out of school. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah. that. Like you're not allowed to go out of school even for recess or lunch because their excuse is like, may cafeteria naman eh. Why not just eat there or something? Yeah, but, like, yeah. The prices are always so expensive. Like, Jesus. Like, oh my God. Kami, ano, kami, isa lang yung canteen namin. It's not like Philippines na parang there's a lot of stalls, different stalls that um, yeah. they pay and they get to sell food. Yeah. Us, it's like um, the school owns the canteen um, and that's just that. And then our school's crazy. Pri- it was a private school and it was the most stuck up. S- oh my gosh. It was the most stuck up school ever. How? Um, I remember, How so? I remember it because yung mga teachers dito, more on disciplinarian sila. Hindi uh-huh. parang um, they don't teach you about life and like, you know, that type. The, the style of teaching here is more on um, parang Parang nasa army gal, parang ganun. Paano nasa army? Parang panong strict? How can you give us a like a for instance? Okay, share ko lang yung experience ko ha, kasi I've I've gone kasi nung senior high nag Philippines na ako so yeah. I keep differences. So yeah. And this is a really kind of dumb example but in grade 10 kasi um you're not allowed to have relationship in my school here which uh-huh. is a Given na yun. Really? Um, sa amin, sa amin you can have relationships, but it's just kind of like, right? you can't do PDA or anything. Because that's Uh-oh. that's a given. May bearing naman yun. Pero dito Uh-oh. kasi, kung may relationship ka, anong gawin yun? Like, even outside school, they're gonna make it a school issue. Really? Like, <laughs> and there's almost like this, parang, they're almost like watching the kids and to see like, gusto nilang makahuli ng two kids that are in a relationship and then they're going to call their parents, stuff like that. It's going to be a big deal. It might sound like it's not a big deal, but it's a big deal. And then one time in grade 10, angina yung, yung jowa ko nun. Yeah. He fucking me and then a teacher saw. And then basically, we almost he did what? Like, I'm so sorry. He kissed me. He kissed you at school. Yeah. Yeah, at school. And... I guess if nangyari yun sa Philippines, we'd just like a like a warning or something like that. Yeah. But it was like we got expelled. Like seriously. You got expelled from school. Yeah, we literally got expelled, and it was such a big deal in school. Na parang it went on for one week. That every day may meeting kasama yung parents, and I wasn't allowed to walk for graduation, all that stuff, just because of that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I get what kind of offense it was. Uh, growing up here, I knew how like heavy... Like you knew the repercussions were. Yeah, but um, that's how my school was. Like, tapos, ano, uh, eventually, like, uh, after all the meetings and stuff, me and the guy were able to attend graduation naman. But it's just, when I got to Philippines... Yeah. Yung pag, kunwari, crush nun yung isa. The teacher's freaking, like, be like, oh, yung cute naman. And I was like, what Uh-oh. the hell? Actually, that's that's honestly what happens. Parang, I feel like some teachers ship students together. 
Na like, yeah. It's kind of like they, they maybe have like a bet on who's gonna end up being together by the end of the year. Oh, and alam mo yun, like, pag ganun kasi, parang nafe-feel ko na parang it's, the environment is way better in the sense that you kind of trust your teachers and like, I like it when you have a bond with your teacher na parang, especially in high school, ah, na parang yeah. teacher ka na parang ganito lang. Uh oh. Like that's that's one of the huge differences um in terms of here and in the Philippines. Yeah, but so as I know, you actually went to high school here, right? Senior high. Senior yeah. high, senior high. So what was that experience like like moving from Papua to the Philippines and having this entire culture shock? Were you culture shocked? Yeah, I was. I was like Ang dami naman mga arte dito. Parang wow. It's like, it's true. But because here, everyone just, um, usually when you study here, um, y- if you study here for a long time, then your classmates from the beginning will be your classmates till the end. So till the end, yeah. Yeah, you get to know each other for a long time. And there's um, There's drama, but there's like way more drama in the Philippines. But... When I moved back to the Philippines for senior high, I had like, those were like probably the best years of my life. Uh, How so? Why would you say? Nakadorm ako na from, like it's the school's dorm. Yeah. So there's still that level of um, uh, restriction. But yeah. our class was super small. There was only like 16 of us. And all of us were best 16. friends. 16? Yeah, there were only 16 of us in class. Two of them were Korean. Na buong taon, tulog lang sila. I'm not kidding. <laughs> did they pass? Did they graduate? They did. My they did? Is, okay. I'm not even gonna name the school. But that school is like, as long as you pay, you pass. It's like that type of um, private um, bourgeois Institution, school. yeah. Okay. Ganon siya. So, but yeah. Um... My classmates during that time were super chill. Like we we had a load, a mix of different personalities. Yeah. Um, were like the complete opposite of me. Na parang there were some that was like really loud. Na parang JJ. Tapos meron din yung super quiet. Tapos very smart. But we all we all sat together during lunch. Had lunch together. We would order pizza. And you like, can order was, pizza in your high school? Yeah, you can. You could Girl, order we couldn't, like, you could, we couldn't you do could anything, anything like that. Like, yeah, we all could. we could do was like eat at the school cafeteria. And like, there were little stalls. And like, mm-hmm. usually like, for me, because I don't, back in high school, I didn't eat like as much as I do now because I eat like so much now. But I was, <laughs> also I was very I was very picky when I was in high school and not Uh-oh. just in high school actually until now I'm very picky with my food and usually yeah, yeah. the stuff they serve at the cafeteria it's either cold, super hard, or I don't like it. Like I remember mm, typical cafeteria. No? Typical cafeteria. I remember I ordered a pork chop the first time I ate at the cafeteria and I couldn't eat it because it was so cold. And so hard. Na like, I couldn't, I couldn't cut it. I, muntik, ma, parang feeling ko, mas mauna kong mahati yung plate kesa dun sa, sa, por, sa pork chop na yun. 
So I just ended up not eating it because I couldn't eat it. So I just bought myself like, um, we have these like cute little shakes na parang it has yeah. coffee, it has milk, and then it's like, it's like a shake and then you can put, they, they, they put Oreos on it and like sometimes Milky Way bars and it's the best yeah. shit ever. Sometimes I would just eat that for my lunch. Like, Oh, milk. <laughs> milkshake lang milkshake for oh, milkshake lang ako milkshake for four years. But like, yeah, it was it was great. Actually, that was that was just one year of my high school life because we moved to a different building during my fourth year. But that's oh, basically yeah. it. We okay. couldn't order anything from the outside or anything. If 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 some food is coming from the outside, it's most likely brought by your parents. Like that's the only exception. Oh, okay. So kasi. I don't know. Ours is, our school was an international school, so I guess they had a different style of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were able to order, and we had we had potato corner, we had tender, juicy like stalls, and then we had yeah. KFC at point. You had a KFC Both, stall? Damn. Yeah, we did. It was so weird, man. I was like, when I first got here, I was like, damn, the food selection is like popping, bro. Pero, um, I don't usually buy lunch or whatever there sa school namin because... May baong ka. Hindi, nagtitipid ako. So you wouldn't eat ganon? Yeah. Um, most of my money kasi I spend it like after school sa gala. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I remember that actually. But I don't... I remember, um, like, I don't remember how much my baon was in high school. I think it was like 200 pesos. And I would spend like, yeah, 200 pesos a day. And I would spend like one fourth of it for food. And then I'd say, I'd save the 150 for like, yun nga, gala or like, just, just for like emergency funds. Na parang, if my gala kami this Saturday, okay, at least my pera ako. And I won't have to ask mm-hmm. for so much money from my parents. But yeah, so like, mm-hmm. Now I know I know you've seen the contrast between like the top one side of yourself and the Filipino side of yourself in terms of like yeah. school and experiences but what would you say is the most jarring experience when you came back to the Philippines The most jarring Like ano yung pinaka na, na, uh, what the fuck parang ganun Do you mm-hmm. have one or like do you not have one Do you mean in a sense na in a in a negative way or in a positive way? It's up to you. Yung pinaka like, what the fuck is going on? Parang ganon. Like, I didn't have this growing up. Parang ganon. What, what, what experience was that? Um, holy shit. Um, just, honestly, <laughs> just having a boyfriend and like, having a relationship and like, actually being in a relationship. Because when I had a, rela- when my relationships here were like, Sa text lang ganun. Kasi bawal akong lumabas. Bawal lumabas, oo. Oh, oh. Kung lalabas ako, saan ka pupunta, sino kasama mo, ganyan. Eh, di mm. mahirap, di Typical Filipino uh, household. Yeah, pero doon, wala akong parents eh. Di, shit. Kung Do whatever ako, you feel like. Yeah, I, I, I always like freaking broke the rules. And, you know, me and my, like, my boyfriend at that time, we just do like you know all that shit, and it's yeah. like I was like, "Fuck, 
This is so cool. I actually feel like I'm a teenager now. <laughs> like for the yeah. first time, you actually feel like a teenager. Yeah, kasi parang like, you know, like when you grow up and it's like parang nasa preso, parang ganun. So yeah. like, once nakawal, so sa preso, fuck wild na ganun. Exactly, exactly. So I think that's just it. Um, I didn't really experience anything like my stay in the Philippines so far has been like really good. Oh, I think one of the jarring things pala is going into college na parang and my block was so shit. Yeah, my block was so shit. Everyone knows that naman so I can say that. My block was so shit sa Lasal. Yeah. Uh, and it was totally different from what I was expecting kasi nung when I when I left high school Everyone was telling me that, oh, it's going to be such a different experience. College, you're going to have the best time of your life. You're going to meet so many people. Yeah. College and then our block was shit. And then they had like, alam mo yung mga, yung mga taga CSA, sila lang. Chiang Kai-shek, sila lang. And then, like, for me, like, being from this school, this really small international school that, like is it, it's not a big school kasi so parang mm-hmm. that and the people that go to La Salle is probably just 1% of the batch so me being there it's just like okay and then nung LPEP i was like really friendly that was like my i think i would say going into college i was at like nung fr- nung fresh ako ah. yeah i was at my um super friendly na sociable person yeah and when I after that first week, parang I was like, what the hell? Why are these people so not friendly? I only had like two closest friends in the block, and I, I thought feel it like, would. I feel like with Elpep, because we're all just kind of like gauging who's who and like who we're gonna stick yeah. with, who's gonna be close yeah. with us, all that kind of stuff. But like I would yeah, say, I, yeah, go continue. I, I thought that then, Sabiko, it's just like for now, like everyone was nice to man, but then. Yeah. Um, let's say after like two or three terms, that's when everything started unfolding. Na parang, oh, we're really not gonna. Everybody knew that, you know, we're not gonna get together as a block. And everybody always, you know, when we, you know, how we have those activities. Na parang block, block. There's like you have to do stuff in a block. Yeah. Like, parang may mga pa contest ganyan ganyan. Oh, we, we, oh my god, we, we did that. Participate. That's how. That's how divided our block was. Really? We wouldn't participate because we couldn't get everyone together and all that shit. Yeah, so. Lang. And I don't know. I, I would say I only have a handful of friends from my block. Mm-hmm. And there was this one that I thought would be my best friend from my block. But then again, um, I guess, you know, friendships. Maybe end. not. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just sad. Na parang, and that was like my first real like glimpse into how a friendship really like how raw it is like in terms of kalamo ano lasting na yung friendship nyo pero di pala yeah so I guess that's just college life for me and I know that other people have like way better experiences with college but I guess for me it's not as good as I thought it would be yeah yeah that was really jarring for me that was the jarring um, experience for me in the Philippines. I see. 
All right, on that note, you guys, we're going to take a short break and then we'll be back with more Anything and Everything with Miss Angela Zipagan. See you in a bit. Welcome back to Anything and Everything, you guys. With us still here is Miss Angela Zipagan. Say hi to everybody again, Angela. Hi, everything. Ano hi, everything? Ayun, sabi mo. Sabi ko, hi, say hi to everybody. Tanga. Yeah, you know, you said uh, the title of this whole thing is Everything and Anything. Tapos, di ba like yung... that, Anything and Everything. Hi, Ral. Hi, everything. Hi, everything. Hi, anything. Hi, everything. Yeah, hi anything, hi everything. What's up? But guys? yeah, so we've talked briefly about college and the freedom that you felt during college and kind of like the block that you were put into. So I want to know before we continue things, um, do you remember the first time that we met? Yeah, what the hell? Of course I remember the first time we met. Because no it offense, so- I don't. I don't remember how we first met. Like, Can you walk us through yeah, it? How did we first meet? You, were, you don't remember it because you were super hysterical about it. And like, I don't blame you for that. Like, I would probably be the least thing on your mind to pansin at that time. But it was um, at Castro. Yeah. And I was with Yas. I was with Yas and we were smoking. Yeah, we were smoking. And then you come um, from the shadows. And then you were like crying. You were crying. I was crying? I think it, I forgot the exact words that you said, but it was something along the line of you were with a guy and then you got assaulted or something like that. Oh my God. Yeah, I remember. It yeah. was it was my creepy stalker, my creepy uh, harasser. Yeah, that one. So Yo, that was the first night that we met. Yeah, that was the first night we met and... Yeah, and you were talking to Yas about it, and then Yas was like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And then I was like, "What's going on?" And then, and then she was like, "By the way, this is my friend Angela." And then, and then I was like, "Hi, are you okay?" Oh yeah, I remember then, it now. I remember it now because of yeah. what you said. Yeah, I remember. Tapos ikaw naman na ako kasi ikaw todo kwento ka naman sa akin na parang whoa cool. You just you just <laughs> met me, and then you're telling your whole life story. Yeah, I really like that shit though, because I w- I'm like that him. Like honestly, yeah, like I honestly I'm that him. bitch. I don't. Yeah, yeah, deba. Right? So when you when you were like, I was like, shit. I feel like we would vibe. <laughs> that was. <laughs> but that was like that the wasn't stupidest. a happy time. <laughs> yeah, that was not a happy time. I feel like that's one of the worst ways to be introduced to like a lifelong yeah. friend. Like Jesus. Well, we're here now. 
we're here now and that's what matters. My next question for you is going to be like, because I ask this to every friend who guests on the show. Do you have like a favorite uh-huh. Stephen Angela moment? Oh, it's not really a Stephen Angela moment, but it was during your birthday and you know how all our all of your groups were there? Yeah. I think that was At my 21st. Point, yeah, yeah, it was. Um it was when beach was already closed, debata was Oh yeah, we we rented out the place, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and um I guess like at one point during the night, you'll remember this, man. You were just, like, just sitting in the corner and then watching all your friends. And then I was watching it in. Like, yeah. I saw you. Because I was like, I was like, damn, a lot of shit's going on. And then I look at you and then you're like looking at everyone. And then I was like, this is so cool. He's so happy. And it's like, I felt, uh, I really fucking cared for you, man. Like, but I'm just to I see care you for you too, and, bitch. I love you. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like that that was the moment na parang, you know, whatever happens, I got his back no matter what cuz like just to Same see him here. like happy like it's like, you know, I feel like this is like something that's always gonna last na parang I would always want him to be happy. And I think that's like, you know, what makes a friendship friendship, you know. Yeah, like, that's what makes even, a friendship. Yeah. Yeah, like even if, you know, I feel like your viewers need to, like, we don't really talk as, like, really often. Um, and, but whenever I think about that, it's just like, I feel like we'll always be the same, no matter what. Yeah, like, even I if think time so passes too. I think so too. I think, I think our, yeah. our friendship, not just our friendship, but like the entire T gang, I feel like our friendship would, is like yeah. for, for life, you know, like, we're very we're very low maintenance friendship and that's one of the things that i love about chill, our friendship no? we're very chill like even if we don't see each other on mo- like on like months on end we're still kind of like together and yes. i love that about us i love that about us so much cuz i know na like even though time passes and we don't see each other as much i know that you guys always have my back and mm-hmm. i always and i always have yours that's kind of the thing you know um, yeah, parang wala tayong love language. Alam mo yun? Parang Uh-oh. we don't need a specific factor to really keep the friendship alive. Like, we don't need anything. Like, we just... We just as vibe. As long as we're... Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. We just vibe. That's kind of it, you know? But yeah, speaking of yeah. T-Gang, do you have like a favorite T-Gang moment? Oh, shit. Fuck, obviously. It would be the... This was the first night that I was actually part of Tigang, right? The when yeah. we did the I know I forgot the name of the king. Manila Bay. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. That one. That um Ito ba yung photo shoot yeah, tayo? That, yeah, that one. That was actually the first and last night that um I don't know about yeah you guys were able to go pa, but that was the first and the last night that I was with you, Shannon, Vince and Bea like completa. Yeah. You and last. So that's such a really dear moment to me. And yeah, that was the first night that I was really part of Tigang. That was the first night that I feel like you, I mean, I really connected with Bea and Shannon. Because before yeah. that, I see a lot, but Shannon not as much and Bea not as much. 
because whenever we're at the we're at beach, it's like with a whole other bunch of people. So we weren't able to really have quality like communicate. Time. Yeah. Yeah. So so that night it was like really just since it was just the five of us that we were able to really like bond. And I was really surprised that you guys like really like like gave me the feeling that I, you wanted me in. Because we did. We loved you from the get-go. Yeah. From the yeah. get-go, I always knew that like, this bitch is solid and I want her in my life. Like I've always thought that since the beginning. Like that night that I met yeah. you with, because of the stalker guy, it was just, <laughs> I realized agad that like, you know what? This girl is here and she's a solid friend. Like I'm not even trying to flatter yeah. you or anything, but it's true. It's honestly true. Yeah, and I'm yeah. glad that they, you guys were able to connect with me that fast. Because I, I don't know, like with the level of friendship we have, parang yeah. it feels like it takes years to build something like this. But yeah. nung time na yun, like it's, it felt like Shannon and Bea, like they were the least um, two out of everyone else that I really spent time with. And that's yeah. the most time I spent in history. So like, with them like really like vibing with me and like me vibing with them and like us vibing all together it was just like such a good feeling you know yeah. and, like, fast forward like whenever i'm out with bea and shana it's never a fucking dull moment it's never a fucking dull moment of course <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like when i look back at t gang i always like think to myself na parang, I ca- i'm kind of like the odd man out because you had Vince, Bea had Shannon, and I was like the outsider. You know, I'm just like the social butterfly who just connected with you guys. So, parang, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. To me, it was kind of like, oh, I don't have a pair. What do I do? And then I realized along the way, and it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, it really doesn't matter. As long as I'm we here with you guys. Yeah. yeah, like sometimes it's like a day where it's, and Bea. Sometimes it's there it's me and Bea. Sometimes it's you and Vince. Sometimes yeah, it's Shannon true. and Vince. Oh, oh, parang oh, yeah, so interchangeable. Cool. And it's like that's kind of like the fun dynamic of our group. Na like parang walang selosan ganon. Alam yon. Na parang alam natin na. Oh, wala talaga. Walang walang selosan. Walang anything talaga, no. But yeah, going back yeah, on your we, college uh, life and your college experience, you've told us already that you you had a shitty block, right? So like yeah I assume that you tried to get away from that block as soon as you could yeah <laughs> so, okay but yeah um so when you le- kind of left the block were you able to make like meaningful relationships along the way yeah um and you know what when i was still in my block yeah. there's a lot of opinions about other people right but with who after cuz i was from CLA and, oh there was a lot of opinions about opinions but I'm sorry i had opinions about this then I would tell other blockmate, and then we would all like have opinions about somebody. Yeah. And it usually it's like unfavorable opinions. So sometimes you wouldn't really want to build a connection with them anymore because of that. But ever since I I shifted, like you know, uh, I was in CLA and then I shifted to COB. Yeah. Uh, Long term, I was really surprised because the people that I thought I would be least um, acquainted with were the ones that actually were my truest and yeah, were my truest friends. And that was yeah. like really cool. Out of the block, probably I would say maybe 
two of them <laughs> were of them. and or they were probably part of the least um the the two people that I least expected to be really close with na parang yung lifelong friendship type shit but they were actually the ones I'm really friends with today and like we still talk and it's it's amazing it's a really good friendship so yun That's but really sweet. After, I love that. Yeah, it's really cool. It's just like it it's it's a humbling thing to go through. Yeah. Because it's just like I appreciate everyone. And that's exactly why um when I first met Vince, um, I didn't even know he was I didn't know I didn't know this guy. <laughs> he was just in my thread class. Yeah. Sorry, thread class? Yeah, thread. <laughs> Okay, so for our listeners who don't know, um, Tread is a class in DLSU that's offered by them. It's um, theology and religion education, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So basically, it's all about yeah. God, the Bible, all that kind of stuff. And as far as we know, we're not very holy people. We're not. We're really not very holy people. Oh, how ironic, no? <laughs> oh, and then you met Vince. And how was meeting Vince like for the first time? Um, hmm. when I first met Vince, shit. Oh yeah, we were in a group together. Um, we were in a group uh for a project, an assignment, yeah. whatever. Um, at the time, I don't know. He's just like we just started talking, and then he's like, "Do you smoke?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I smoke." And then, <laughs> and then that's how the friendship was formed. That's it. That's it. Like we started after that, and he introduced me to Yas, and that's how everything began. So it, to answer your question, after I de-blocked, yes, I made so many freaking. Um, I didn't make. I didn't make a lot, pala, but alam mo yung substance over quantity, parang ganun, parang, Yeah, yeah, quality over quantity. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Um, I wasn't able to make as many friends that I I would have wanted to have, like maybe like fucking a hundred or what. But I was probably able to make maybe like six, na parang sobrang love na love ko naman and sobrang yeah. ka-vibe. So okay na yun sa akin, di ba? So yeah. So when I met Vince, that was the beginning talaga. Vince was the beginning of my whole getting to know Yas and going to beach and you guys. Um, yeah, Vince was really the one, you know? He was yeah. the person really got me into all that stuff. For me, I would say the one that brought T-Gang together is most ironically not a member of it. It's Yas. Oh, yeah. Totally. Right? And I I will forever be grateful to her that we're all here together, like the five of us. Because yeah. honestly, there's no drama. There's no issues. If there were issues, we'd like be mature about it. We'd sit down and have a conversation about it instead of just like being passive aggressive or whatever. Or being indifferent yeah. we really want to keep this friendship and i could feel that we really wanted to keep this friendship alive don't you think so yeah i mean yes yes was really the person because she she was friends with everyone first you know she was yeah. friends with Vin first. She yeah. was with shannon and Bea first she was friends with you first and you know i think we talked about this before when we were back in manila um at ssc we were saying that, you know, really, Yas, we have to thank Yas talaga because she's the one. She's such a good, like, um, to bring, every, like, bring everyone together. Yeah, she's such yeah. a good, she does that. 
she's really good at that and like introducing everyone to one another and then surprised that you know we're able to find each other through Yas but yeah I mean even if Yas isn't part of Tigang she will always like we don't have a choice she will always be um, a significant person to this friendship <laughs> that's you know? true like I feel like when we look back at this at like when we're all 50 I feel like we'd all be like thank god for yes because she's yeah. the person who brought us together yeah and uh, have you already had yes on the show not yet not yet actually yeah and i don't know but you know yes like whatever happens like i know we've i know we've had our all of us have had differences with yes but yeah honestly like she's also one of those really like long lasting like you know like even if i don't see her yeah, same. I see her fucking talk to her no matter what, bro. Have a smoke with her no matter what. Like true. She's same. Like and yeah, we've been through so much. Like not just me and her, but us um, collectively and her. And I mean, even if we have those times of like you know disagreements, I'm gonna even if some of us in the group. Because it means that some of us in the group have issues with one yeah, another. Yeah, with one another, yeah. But we end up... What's good about the group is that we don't... It's not just about, for example, you and me, Stephen. It's about... If it's about you and me, it's about everyone na. Diba? That's so, true, yeah. So, um, in terms of Yas, parang, I feel like she'll always be dear to us, even if... You know, I don't know if, like, how her relationship is with the others, but, you know, I feel like even if we go through stuff like this, if we see her, like, kung wari, nag-get together tayo, tapos nandun siya, gago, papainumin natin yan, di ba? Of course. Of course. Yeah. She would always have a seat at our table. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you, I, I, I already know na, like, um, what was your course in CLA before? Because I didn't know. Oh, um, behavioral science. Behavioral sciences, and then you shifted. You shifted to accountancy, I think. Yes, I did. So why did you? Why did you shift to accountancy? Because my parents wanted me to. (laughs) Honestly, yeah, like I'm going into La Salta, they wanted me to do like either my mom. She either wanted me to do nursing or accountancy. Champe. So, ako naman, even, honestly, I really know what I'm capable of. And yung dream ko lang nung bata ko was like, just to be, to work with the fucking UN. That was my fucking dream, to work with the UN. I really okay. love that dream. Yeah. Yeah. And one, like, one memory that, like, really, like, I will never forget is when I told my parents this dream and they didn't like it. <laughs> They didn't like it that you wanted to work for the UN? Yeah, they didn't like it. They said, most most parents most parents would be like, oh my God, my child wants to to, to work for the UN. Oh my God. But oh, with you, it's not the so case. Good. What happened? No, no. Basta ko nung time na yun sa kami. And it was really heartbroken because I thought they would be like happy and proud or something like that. But then they yeah. were like, if you, what if you have to go to Africa? Then you're going to go to Africa. Yeah, they just have a lot of these 
Hindi pa nga nangyayari. Ginadjudge na nila. Ganun sila. Uh-oh. Oh my God. That must be a nightmare yeah. to be in that household. I'm so sorry for your parents. Honestly, I'm sure they're nice is. people, but I feel like yeah. to me, to me, well, because that's not how I was raised. I was raised as a yeah. free child because I feel like, you know, a lot of the pressure was more on my brother because he's the eldest nga, and I feel like yun nga, a lot of the burden goes to the eldest and the second child is just kind of like, run free in the wild and do what you want and enjoy yourself. Yeah. But like, yeah. that's not the case with the that's not the case with you because you're the eldest in your family and I'm sure yeah. you're, 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 like your relationship with your parents are so much different compared to their relationship with your younger sibling. So anyway, you shifted to accountancy. Was it really what you wanted to shift into or were you just like kind of forced into it? Actually, I was really fine with staying as a behavioral science because it was in line with what I wanted to do, right? Yeah. Um, and no matter what course I joined, this is what I said to myself when I shifted to accountancy. It's like, no matter what course I shift to, naman, I can always fucking join the UN. Diba? That is true. That is true. So that's just my past. That was my pacifier. Pero ayoko talaga mag-shift. <laughs> ayoko talaga mag-shift. Pero Uh-oh. ginawa ko lang yun. Eh, yun na, parang my, parent, my mom kept, she wasn't really forcing me into it. She, low-key, she was just like, you know, if, if you go to accountancy, you'll have a better opportunity, like that, like that. Ay, makaparinig na ganun. Eh, syempre, if, uh, if, it's, if it always happens, malamang makakaramdam na ako na, okay, you want me to fucking do accountancy. That's so, true. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I did. Um, and it wasn't really good for me because hindi ko talaga kaya eh. Like, alam ko naman talaga yun eh. Like, trinay ko lang kasi yun ang gusto nila. Pero in, alam ko naman sa sarili ko na hindi ko talaga kaya. That was, that was the truth for me. And yeah. That, obviously, I had to fucking fail before I had to, like, change my course again. So I, I, sh- I shifted again to um, finance because it wasn't... Um, I failed the ACBAS class. Yeah. And oh, honestly, yeah. That's... I hear the ACBAS yeah. class are very, like, brutal. Oh, um, kaya naman siya kung if like that's what you really want to do I guess and that's your passion and you're really fucking smart then but it was it just wasn't for me yun lang talaga yun end of story yeah. it just wasn't I can't give I couldn't give 100% of myself because that's not where my heart was yeah so anyway yeah I had to learn I had my parents had to put up with it the hard way through me fucking failing yeah, yeah I, I guess yeah but on lighter news, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure you've had like a fantastic college life, like more than you could have ever imagined. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. But yeah, it's so. What would you say is your favorite like college memory? Favorite college memory would be um, all those nights. Isa lang. Pwede naman multiple. It's up to you. Multiple na lang. Um, it's just like the simple things lang naman eh. Just being able to like fucking have a cigarette at Castro. Yeah. With like my friends and then randomly seeing somebody walking by, let's say for example, you. Uy, sige mag-jorsito muna. Hindi, may class ako eh. Mga ganun. That's just the little things and I guess now it's even more important to me because of everything that's happening with us and that's like, it's not 
honestly, college is just obviously it's just a, lo- a, bu- a whole bunch of like workload and stuff like that. You yeah, that's fun. true. Pero yung mga the situations you get into because of college now with your friends and stuff like that, the people you meet. There's some people that I remember meeting for one time and then never again. Yeah. Like when we got like together. People, like people in passing. Yeah. I enjoy that stuff, you know? Like I really enjoy yeah. like conversations with all these random people. Really don't. I, I That's the shit that I live for talaga. Like yung mga... Random, mga random moments. Yun yeah. talaga yung love na love ko sa college life. True, true. But and, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, continue. I think I think you have more memories to say. Yeah, it's along that line din naman. There's some time, there's some moments na parang I really, the least, it's the least that I expected na parang meeting all these people because of one of you guys. And yeah. Then, like actually, with them and then all that stuff and then one time I went to Cavita with Yas for Aloha's birthday I never knew I would fucking do something like that yeah like ever and yeah that's that's the shit that I'm gonna miss if ever we don't go back and see again in tough true true yeah that's gonna be always on my mind I'm probably gonna think about that all the time before I go to bed that's the type of shit <laughs> that was uh-huh. like me up at night. Yeah. I remember you mentioned briefly your college workload and from what I know Miss Ma'am has a job now. Oh yeah, I do. Oh my gosh. So tell us, uh, what do you do? Okay, so a few months ago I just did some um, I worked with a chiropractor. You yeah. Know that is right. Yeah. So I worked with him. I just did the like Romance of the day, uh-huh. and since then he had to leave to go to Australia because he's Australian. So he yeah. had to go a few months because of a you know family thing. And then so I left, kind of temporarily left there because he's not here now. So we're closed. And now I'm doing just like admin work with a um, parang furniture and. Um, maintenance company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they it's like um, refurbishments, you know, furniture, good Yeah. Um, appliances, stuff like that. That's what they do. So that's what I do now. That's what's keeping me. Busy. But I'm I'm just part time though. And yeah. Apart from that, I just yeah. I only have I only have school work and my house duties. That's that's pretty much my that's my yeah yeah shit. Because you're still in school, right? You're still in college. Yes, sir. But I have three months. Oh, three months. Wish ko lang. Three terms left after this. But so. yeah, so how is it like working and also having like schoolwork on the side? Um, what I learned is wala lang. time management. That's why I barely have any time because I'm trying to manage everything. I so, see. Yeah. I've got to manage, you know, there's because there's still a, different tasks with my first employer. I still yeah. have to do for that. So I have to a lot of time for that. Then I have to also go into office on Thursdays. Yeah. And do that. And then all other days, I really allot it for school. Because I don't have to do it. But I don't have to do it for each of them. So, 
to organize everything and I try to know my limits. So for this term, I I know that on Thursdays, I don't have class in the day. I only have class in the night. So that's why I only go into work on Thursdays. Yeah. So yun, yun yung agreement ko with them. Kasi True. And my employees are very nice naman. So they understand all of that shit. So that's how I balance everything. It's just a matter of time management. But yeah, so um, for my final question for you, I want you to tell me na like with in, in general, ha, like in your entire life and your all of your experiences and all that kind of stuff. Um, what is one thing, what is one lesson that you've learned that you still carry with you up to this day? Lesson that I learned is to always prioritize your mental health. <laughs> That's true. Well said. Um it's really like in in terms of me, like my life has always been like pre- like there's been a lot of pressure, um, not just from my family or what, but just on myself, like for myself, like pressuring myself to like do a lot of things that I sometimes I know I can't do and stuff like that. But and all of my life experiences have given me a chance to get to know different people and stuff like that. And it's just, I'm happy that I was able to go through everything I went through, even if it was really fucking hard. Sometimes I ask myself, why the fuck am I still, like, do I even want to be, like, alive? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The, like, what is the know? point of all of this? Yeah. Yeah. Very existential. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think about that a lot, like a lot of stuff about like existence and stuff like that. But yeah, um, with everybody that I met, you know, I've seen different people go through different battles and different ways of life. And, you know, it's everything is different from all of us. But I feel like we always we, we sometimes we forget to put our mental health and ourselves first. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Especially like for us, like kids nowadays, like we have no choice but to like really deal with how life is like, like online learning and stuff like that. We don't have any choice. We just have to push through with it. True. But because of all of that, we really forget to give time to ourselves and like make us feel beautiful and important and like just the little things, you know? So yeah. now... I really try to give myself time, like do something I love to do, like maybe like listen to music once in a while. Just, just the really simple things to like, like give me some like freedom. Like that's I know true. how I yeah. I know how I said that. You know, living here with my family it doesn't. It's hard, and like I don't feel free or whatever like that. Yeah. But when I give myself like konware mag like I'm just gonna like do my nails and shit like that and something like that it really helps it really gives me like time for myself and just give yourself time bro like that's true that's very true I find that that's really that's a really good take on mental health you should really always prioritize your mental health and I love that and also I just have to say before we end this episode Karina pa ako na distract with your nails because they're so beautiful she has this cute like yellow color like 
It's like pastel yellow. It's so pretty. It's like a cool pastel yellow. And I love it so much. I really do. But yeah, thank you so much for guesting in this episode of Anything and Everything. I really enjoyed our conversation. It's also been a while since we last saw each other. So this was a really nice catch up moment for us. Thank you so much, Angela, for being here. Yes. It was really fun. Yeah, I'd like to thank you. Yeah, it was a really good catch up. Um, this felt like 10 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, but we've been here for an hour. Can you believe? Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just can't wait. I hope we can like do this again or something. Like with Yeah, we will, we will definitely do this again with everyone else. Like that's, that's a promise. That's going to be like a special episode. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's going to be so, that's going to be so chaotic, but so much fun. But yeah, thank you so much for being oh here and we've reached the end of this episode. So thank you again, Angela, for being here. I really love this. I hope you had fun. I did have fun. So thank you, Stephen. And thank you, everyone. Thank That's you, too. Same. Say goodbye to everybody, Angela. Bye, guys. See you on the next episode. You've been listening to Anything and Everything with Stephen Argente. My guest this week was Angela Zipagan and you can find her socials on the episode description of the show. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Saga Argente. Our theme music is Anything Under the Moon by Alephon and you can find him on Bandcamp at alephon.bandcamp.com and Alephon on Spotify. If you enjoyed this episode, then please tell your friends and why not subscribe? We have more content for you, so stay tuned and see you soon.